ディーは言って悪いかいいかきっと聞けばくらり今はっきりしないやつが多いやんそれならダンサー集めてフィーバー憧れでは終わらないビヨンセリアなナレナイ都合のいいようなならないやりたいようにやればいい Here at the Joker Pod, and we're 24 hours out from the, or since the Hana Matane. I can't, I can't say that word properly. I don't think any person I've heard say it properly that's not Japanese. <laughs> Anywho,、uh, we, then we have somebody who is actually at the show.、Uh, welcome back to the Joshi Pod, Farah Husnain. Thank you for、okay. uh, coming back. Yeah, it's good to be here. And、uh, you were at the show yesterday and kind of. Uh, the, the floor is going to be a lot of yours, Farrah, because、um, you were there and you can kind of give us the, the rundown and, and stuff we may have missed on the、uh, fight broadcast. Oh, yeah, so many things.、Um, could I go into, like, I guess, hour by hour approach of like, what my day was like? <laughs> Please. Okay, so、um, basically, the, literally the night or maybe the day before the match. They announced on Twitter that we could get tickets to take photos with Kagetsu.、Mm. And they,、uh, originally they said 50 people, but then they changed it to 70 people. But basically, it's only the first 50 people who go in line, at, or not in line, but who、uh, come to Korakuen reception area. So, because of my experience already getting the Hana Kimura Memorial Show ticket, you know, at Suidobashi, like in person, I feel like Uh, like, there's a lot of fans who are very devout. So, <laughs> <laughs> I decided to arrive a little earlier. So, the original time that the reception would open would be at 9 30 a.m., right? But I woke up at 5 a.m. yesterday and I arrived <laughs> to Korakuen Hall around 7 45 a.m. and there were already people waiting there. Wow. Yes, there were about maybe five guys. And I made friends with all of them. It was great. <laughs> I made new friends.、Um, they were all like very seasoned, like Hana fans slash stardom fans.、Um, this one guy, he spoke really good English. Like his English was perfect.、Um, and I found out that he was actually an Eikaiwa teacher. Like he, he tutors people in English in Japan. Oh, nice. Yeah. And、uh, yeah, we just bonded over Hana and like. Our love for stardom, and it was really, really cool. And they were so chill with me, like, even though I'm a young new fan, <laughs> like, they took me <laughs> under their wings. And they even gave me like the 411 on everything. So they were like, Oh, yeah, like, those guys are the cameraman. Oh, like, Natsupoi is over there, or something, or that person <laughs> is the top wrestler for Wave. And like, even though like they're wearing masks, like, they could tell. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like bowing and greeting them because I guess they go to like every show they perform in. And they're like, 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 good luck today, good work today, or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I'll be busy talking to them and they're like, no, turn around. Natsupoi's right there. <laughs> turn around, he's right there. <laughs> Let's bow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and、um, it was hilarious because it was mainly this one guy who spoke English with me, then I spoke Japanese to everyone else. And then one of the other guys, he's a big Mayu Iwatani like, fan.、Um, like, he suddenly spoke to me in English and perfectly, and apparently he lived in Florida for seven years. 
I was like, wow, there's so many ninjas who speak English. <laughs> That's honestly one of the cool things about like having to stand in line. It, 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 I mean, I've had experience of that as well over there, you know, waiting to get in and stuff and just the camaraderie and the, the, the openness of people to try to communicate with you. Like just the language of wrestling sometimes is and the, the love of wrestling kind of brings us all together. It really does. Honestly, like I was so amazed by how like tight knit the community was like not just for wrestlers but also fans mm-hmm. um it was really awesome like and it's so easy to get involved with too um oh, especially over there absolutely yeah yeah and so i remember uh, on twitter they specifically said they're not going to have a line so basically the venue is not in charge of the line because of liability mm-hmm. so oh. We were just sitting in a circle, kind not sitting, but like standing in a circle for like literally an hour and a half. <laughs> and we were like, okay, we're going to like watch out for each other so nobody can like cut us in line because we were here first. <laughs> um, but like, uh, yeah, like this main guy, Jito, like he, know, he knew like every single person who was coming in except for me. <laughs> and he's like, okay, we can trust everybody else here. <laughs> However. Have you seen, I've gone to the Tokyo Dome before for baseball games and like people put like paper down on the ground and tape it with their names on it to like create the line and they all come back later in the evening and come buy their tickets. Have you seen that before? What? No, I've never seen that. It's the most amazing thing. Of, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen is the, like they go in the morning, they, where the ticket line is at, they put their names on a piece of paper, they tape it to the ground because tickets don't go on sale till three o'clock in the afternoon, whatever it is, you know? And then they all come back at three o'clock in the afternoon and stand in their spots that they put in the morning and get organized and do it that way. They don't cut each other. They don't do anything like that. It's like the honor system. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Japan is really in on the whole honor system thing. I was amazed. It's the darndest thing how everybody works out, right? Yeah. (laughs) The honor system is a great thing when people actually have some honor. Yeah, right. (laughs) Drink of honor. All right, so you're in line. Then what, what do you uh, after you get your or what's the process of getting your ticket to to get a picture of Kagetsu and Hazuki? So uh, basically, um, you kind of camp out at Korakuen, <laughs> and I think around nine twenty a.m. there was a line that was actually being formed. So we were just st- staying standing there, kind of. And by the time it was nine thirty, there were well over seventy people there. Wow. I- I counted, yeah. Like, every hour I was, like, taking notes, like, for this episode, I was like, how many people came at this certain time? <laughs> so, like, every 20 minutes, like, there would be more people coming, like, in droves. Mm-hmm. So, first it was five or six of us. Then it was 11 of us. And by 8.45, there's 20 people. And by 8.50, there were, like, yeah, 30 people. And honestly, I'm glad, like, I came in super early. Because if I came in, like, right before 9.30, I would have never gotten the ticket. Because it would have been gone. And they sold out. Um, obviously, they sold out tickets, right? Yeah, they sold out. So you wait in line. You had to get two tickets. You had to clarify if you only wanted a ticket with... Uh, so you could take a picture of Kogetsu. And at that time, they didn't announce it. But later on, like, they said Hazuki was also an option. Mm. Um, or you can get a ticket to get goods. Um, so of of course we all said like both. (laughs) (laughs) And so you wait in line. There's a nice lady in a Hana shirt, uh, who gives you like these two little tickets. They have a specific, uh, time slot. 
So, for example, mine was from 3 p.m. to, like, when it opens to 3.30 p.m. Mm. And uh, they also give you, like, a list of the item names and stuff. So you write the number and circle your T-shirt size or whatever. So that, like, when you go to Glamorous Orange, which is, like, this izakaya near the Tokyo Dome, where they also sold the Hana tickets there. Mm. Um, that's where you would do the photo shoot, and that's also where you would pick up the merchandise. Um, yeah, so, like, they basically have a time slot on those tickets, and you pick out what items you want, and you have to give that list and write your ticket number. Like, there's, like, a, there's a spe- specific number on each ticket, <laughs> and you have to write your seat number to clarify, like, what seat you're in, and then you give that to the staff. Um, that's good. I mean, for first, I mean, Tokyo is still on lockdown and, and has some issues with COVID and stuff. So it's it's good they're being conscious of the the fact that you need to socially distance, not super bunch into a crowd. Because um, if you go into a, a stardom show before at Kirk and Hall, it's a madhouse in that little room where they did the uh, do the merch and stuff. Oh gosh, I can only imagine. Like now, like my image of it is that it's so spacious and it's so fast, like like a Disneyland fast pass. <laughs> yeah and no then, i've been when i met hana in, in uh september 2019 when she won the five star i was literally in there for four hours wow. and i'm the i'm the biggest guy in the room i mean i'm big white dude amongst all these little shorter people yeah <laughs> so i don't i don't fit in very well there and i i always felt very uncomfortable like trying to move because i didn't want to like be rude and push people and you know or bump people and stuff so oh, yeah it's cool. it's a it's a madhouse in there <laughs> yeah seriously oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and so i guess um because glamorous orange it's a very tiny like bar like it's so tiny you can't really fit that many people in so they also made an option, I guess, for the people who missed out on getting the Kagetsu tickets. Like, they were also selling merch on, I think, the fifth floor of Korakuen, so, like, mm-hmm. near where the costume display was. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and they were also doing an auction for Kaidi Sane's parasol. And you can fill out a form and put it in the box. And uh, Kyoko was also in charge of that auction, too. Like, she was personally like counting like things and everything so kyoko herself she was like the savage like she was just running around cleaning or taking care of the wrestlers or working the entire time (laughs) you you wonder if that was just to keep her mind off of everything i wonder i wonder i would do the same thing if i was in the stressful situation i try to stay busy so i don't think (laughs) yeah honestly like that makes a lot of sense that's kind of what i do honestly like if i'm busy with a project or work i get my mind off of like life stress (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the the process to get into Corican, people don't understand that they've never been to Corican. Um, you you go in downstairs and go up an elevator. How do they manage the the people going in the elevator up up to the top, or not to the top, but up to the floor? Oh, there were a lot of staff members there. Um, to be honest, like to enter the the I guess the stadium, the ring, or like the place where the ring was. Mm-hmm. Most people just went up the stairs. Okay. There was even a line at the staircase before mm-hmm. um, doors would open at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Japan time. Um, for the elevators, uh, yeah, there were a lot of staff members there, and they would tell us like when the doors would open, and they were also pushing the buttons for everybody. Mm-hmm. It was very smooth. 
It was very smooth. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Japanese are organizing. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the, the cool things of people that haven't gone to Japan yet. It's just how, you know, organized they are and how they're planned and ready for things most of the time. Yeah, see, that's why I like Japanese wrestling. Like, I like how Japanese uh, events are very organized and operated. They're very, like, precise with everything, including timing. So <laughs> my my standards are already really high. So <laughs> Yeah, wait till you come to indie shows in America where they start 45 minutes late. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Or out. I used early PWG shows. I used to go to. They sh- they would start literally like an hour and a half late. Oh gosh, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> so I mean, what's the mood of the people in line? Is it is it a somber mood? Is it a you know just a, a normal, normal like any other show kind of feel? Or how how uh, what was the vibe you got when you you were in line waiting to get in? So when I was in line, it I felt. Like, I was a part of something, if that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, uh, everyone was uh, sad about our loss. And, of course, we were happy to finally see Kagetsu again. Mm -hmm. I think more than anything, we just felt like we were a part of something bigger. And we can all collectively, I guess, reconcile with what happened and probably say matane together. Mm. And cry. we can cry together and laugh together and cheer together. And I think the whole mood was like, we're not alone. I think that was the main mood of the whole like event. Yeah. So matane is a very interesting term to me because um, in America, uh, a lot of people where death is like so final and it's just, you know, death, death anywhere hurts, but just the mentality I, I admire from um, the matane uh, term it's something that I, I can't understand, but it's, I wish I did. And I wish I could live with that understanding, you know, and, and you know, the, the, the see you, see you soon kind of, kind of thing, right? Yeah. So in Japanese, matane just means like, see you later mm-hmm. or, see you, or see you again. Um, in Japanese, it's a very casual thing to say. Like, I would say that to my friends all the time, like, matane, like, see you later or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, uh literally the morning of the memorial show uh on youtube i got a notification from ring of honor and they did this group zoom session with like hana's mother have you seen it yes yeah yeah i saw it and i cried oh Oh, it tears me up yeah it it, it tore me up and it made me it made me feel hard Mm -hmm. um it made me felt feel a lot um but I remember uh, Sumi, Sumi Sakai, like, she was talking about how Matane was specifically chosen, you know, to reflect on how, you know, that wasn't the last time you would see Hana. Like, Hana's spirit is all around us, and Hana's watching over us in that mm-hmm. sense. So, so uh, I mean, I'm going to go a little deeper here. The, the yeah. Japanese view on, on death, you kind of have a sense of how they view death over there? I mean... Some countries, you know, it's a celebration. Some countries, it's like, you know, a finality and, you know, it's, it's a life is over and all this and that. How do you understand how the Japanese see death in general? Not, I mean, different people have different feelings, but in general, do you have an idea? Yeah, yeah. So, um, even though the Japan, like, Japanese society in general, it's very secular, but I noticed that Japanese people are very spiritual people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite amazing when you think about it. So, um, especially with the prevalence of Buddhism and Shintoism, like a mm-hmm. lot of 
people believe in reincarnation and they also believe that your spirit will still live on so um like for example um there's a special holiday in japan it's called obon and that happens around august i believe and obon is where um you it's kind of like um dia de los muertos mm -hmm. so you literally like uh set up like food and you go to a shrine and you pray for your ancestors and your ancestors basically come home like mm -hmm. you put out like f your the things that your aunt like um your deceased loved ones had or liked Mm -hmm. and their spirits would come to your home and you kind of celebrate their life and just being with them for that moment during Obon. That's lovely. So, yeah, and I remember uh, Kyoko uh, last August, uh, she was talking about celebrating Obon for Hana for the very first time, and she brought all these flowers out, she ate flower cakes, and uh, she, pulled, she, she had Hana's favorite food, and uh yeah it was it was a really nice feeling so okay so the the vibe is like you're you're part of something bigger than yourselves and just something very special um uh, how, how, so you get into the venue or did, what did you do did you go take a look at some of the the displays they had when you got to the venue or what did you tell talk, walk us through your day like you said okay i'm talking so, too much go ahead no no you're <laughs> fine I, I appreciate talking to someone about it actually <laughs> So, because it, it helps me reflect on it a little better. Um, so, yeah, I got my tickets. Oh, yeah, I went upstairs um, ahead of the other guys because the other guys were trying to figure out what to buy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I was standing in line. Um, I don't know if you've ever been there, but like in Koraku, and there's a big staircase, right? With yep. the, and there's like, I guess, not graffiti, but there's, like, tags and stickers and, like, things people have written on the walls over time. My name's on the wall. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I had to. <laughs> so, I went up a... So, I normally I hate stairs, but this time I love the Skorakuen stairs because <laughs> there's so much to see. I went up, like, three flights of stairs, no problem. And there was a l short line ahead of me before they actually opened everything up at 11 a.m. So I was waiting in line, and this guy behind me said, oh, you're Fada from Twitter. I was like, what? <laughs> so he followed me. And so we just started talking about, like, liking wrestling and stuff. Because he's liked wrestling ever since he was a kid. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. And um, he showed me a picture of Hana with, like, uh, the rainbow wings. Like, oh, yeah. uh, like, there was this wall and had rainbow wings on it, and Hana took a picture with it. And uh, he was like, oh, you should totally go here. And I'm like, where is it? He was like, oh, it's at this place called Boat Race in Saitama, which is kind of north of Japan, mm -hmm. I think. It's uh, Not Japan, sorry. Um, north of uh, Tokyo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was like, you should go here. I'm like, yeah, definitely. And yeah, it was the time went by so quickly, even though I was literally walking and standing for like hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got to talk to the people around me and then... Eventually, the doors opened up, so I went in, and I was like, oh, thank God, there's a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and the women's bathroom was like, there was no line, and that's really rare. Usually, like, if you're, especially if you're a woman attending, like, a concert or something at Tokyo Dome or Krakowin, you're going to be waiting in line for the bathroom. <laughs> um, 
So then I come out and uh, I go, I guess there's this area where they're kind of selling goods or sorry, merch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they were making several systems to sell merch so there wouldn't be crowded places anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw I saw Kyoko like like counting things and stuff for the auction. I saw the display of costumes and Kaidi Sane's parasol and I freaked out. Mm. I was like, I must take pictures, all the pictures and videos. <laughs> I was happy Cheeseburger retweeted me. <laughs> yeah, he's a good dude. He's a real good dude. He's really sweet, yeah. Um, so I did that. I geeked out over that. And then were, were wrestlers selling merch at all or not not really? No, it was just um Hana stuff. Good, good, okay. Yeah. Um and then what did I do? Oh, I went to like uh where my seating area would be and oh yeah, they checked my temperature and uh they checked my t- ticket a couple of times. So, like, there are different, I guess, parts of the venue that you would pass through, and each time you had to show your ticket. Um, mm-hmm. so it was very secure. And, yeah, it was really good. Um, and the staff was super friendly and nice. Um, so, from the Fight TV broadcast, when I was watching it, at first, it looked like there was, like, nobody there. I'm like, man, it's, you know, they, they really, like held up on the ticket sales and stuff because the the with the back where the the bleachers are at up top or whatever i think they had chairs mostly up there but it was kind of like boy they, they don't have a whole lot you know <laughs> a whole lot of people in there but it but as the show got closer it filled in quite a bit yeah yeah i was surprised at first because i remember uh i got to my seat like i think a little earlier maybe 30 minutes before the sh- the show would start but even mm-hmm. then i think it started a little later anyway but there was like barely any people there and i was like oh my gosh this is the tickets but the tickets sold out online so i was really confused but i think people were just waiting in line for goods and or they were taking pictures with the costumes so that's probably why mm-hmm. yeah so i got to my seat and uh there's you had, the, a, you had a pretty nice seat i had a really good seat oh my goodness <laughs> i had the top tier seat so like the rsc like in the front row I wanted to get the southern section, but it was sold out, so I got the western section. Mm-hmm. But later on, I thought it was the best section ever. Uh, I'll tell you why later. But um, yeah, so on my seat was uh, the the memorial book because if you got the front row seat, you got the memorial book with your ticket. Mm. Yeah, and so I'm flipping through the memorial book, and I'm like, oh, it's all in Japanese. I have something to do for Twitter now <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you, you, do you know, um, the little girl, uh, Ichika? Minihana? Minihana, yeah. Yes. Yo, my seat was next to her mom. Her mom's the sweetest. <laughs> She's so kind, yeah. Like, yeah. her mom sat next to me and Ichika was sitting right next to her and she was so cute. Oh, she's adorable. Yeah, I got to meet her and I, I've seen her almost every, like, stardom show I've ever gone to. That yeah. she's there, and then uh, yeah, in 2019, I got to take a little picture of her. It was it was the cutest thing. I asked the mom's yeah. permission before I took a picture. So yeah, good. Yeah. Don't cancel me, people, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, she was the so she was the sweetest. Like I love her mom's like style. She looks so gyaru. <laughs> oh, she's yeah, she's uh, she's so beautiful. Yeah, the, the, it's it's a cool little team they have. Those two are, are pretty cool. Yeah, like that. That this is literally like like family goals in yeah. terms of like like if i ever have a child i want to be just like her honestly yeah. 
I want a minihana too. <laughs> I want a minihana. <laughs> and then we'll have like, and then I'll have more kids. So it'll be like, okay, we got the minihana, mini Utami. Yeah. <laughs> mini, mini Tom. <laughs> mini Tamu. <laughs> mini, mini. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, so I flipped through the memorial book. The DJ played awesome music. So, yeah, and they said on the the broadcast he used to be uh, he was a former wrestler. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah and um, so before uh, we started uh, recording this podcast, I was actually trying to watch the show online mm-hmm. because uh, I heard like I guess what the wrestlers were saying wasn't translated, and um, I think some parts were like might have gone off or like maybe the sound got cut off at some points. There was a weird echo on the with some of the people I was talking, I was in a zoom last night with some people and thank you, Jeff, a ghost. Um, but, uh, they said the, the echo, they really couldn't make out a lot of what was being said. Okay. Yeah. Cause like at first I tried to use fight TV, um, for yeah. like cheeseburgers commentary and stuff. But when I tried to hear what the wrestlers were saying, like it's, it was too soft and I raised my volume super high. It's, I could not hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, um, so in Japan, we use a totally different like Japanese streaming service. It's called T- Tiget. Like it's like Tiger, but like without the R to T. So Tiget. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sound was perfect. I mean, it was kind of lagging for the first five to ten minutes, but then it was crystal clear. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, Even with those audio issues, I mean, shout out to Sumi and cheeseburger and ian riccoboni for for putting that whole fight tv thing together sumi i I, from what i understand was a the mvp of this whole deal in helping uh helping um kyoko as much as she could from afar oh no yeah like i really appreciate what fight tv did for everyone and i i'm really grateful that they were able to have english commentary during the show Mm because you know that's really rare to be able to live in the moment with everybody else especially during these times so i felt like you know, having this English commentary, um, you know, live when you're actually watching the show in such a serious moment. I think that was a wonderful thing they did. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So did you talk to Minihana? Um, I didn't really talk to her. I mostly talked to her mom. I was just like, hey, I'm a bit. So uh, here's a funny thing. So like, I don't know why I thought the mom's name was Ichika. <laughs> and, but then again, like on like the Twitter, like it's always written in Hiragana and stuff, so it's obviously like her daughter. But I was like, but I was being too formal with her in Japanese. I was like, Ichika san desu instead of Ichika chan. And she's like, yes, that's my daughter. I'm like, I love your work. Your work is so wonderful. I, I will support your work. I was so. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, she's a, she's a little star walking around there. People, yeah, she's she gets attention. Yeah, like honestly, it was an honor alone just sitting next to Ichika's mom. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like that girl, that mini Hana is like literally two seats away from me. <laughs> we shouldn't call her uh, mini Hana is the nickname we, I, I think she's gotten, but yeah, Ichika. How do you say it? Ichika. Ichika. All yeah, right. Ichika. She's a, she's a celebrity now. She is. She's a baby celebrity. <laughs> you know what would be awesome if she became a wrestler one day? Oh, that'd be great. I'd feel very old, but that'd be great. I would support Ichika so hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. then my kids could be mini Ichika. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she's already 
Yeah, and so in the beginning, I guess, because um, I was listening to Fight TV, and then I was also listening to T-Get mm-hmm. at the same time, like, just to compare. And I think because of copyright issues, like, uh, like um, the music that they played in the beginning didn't come on until later. So in the beginning, it sounded like they played Hana's favorite music because they were playing lots of Blackpink. Uh, they were playing some Big Bang. They were playing a lot of TikTok songs. <laughs> Yeah, and rap songs, a lot of rap, uh, and R&B. I heard, I heard some Taylor Swift as well. Yeah, Taylor Swift too. I was so shocked. I was like, because um, uh, in Terrace House they use a lot of Taylor Swift songs. So it gave me like Terrace House vibes. <laughs> I was like, oh, Taylor Swift. I haven't heard you since Terrace House. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really like upbeat. Um, the uh, DJ he really encouraged us to clap our hands during certain mm. moments. So that was really cool. It was like pumping everyone up for the show. Yeah, when when, when I when I hit play on the on the show, I was ready to cry. Like I mean, my you know you get like just yeah. ready to to cry, and it didn't happen for for quite a while. So I I kind of enjoyed that that it was kind of kept a little happy and, and light, and not just you know heavy from from the get. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm glad like we get to emphasize like the love and light part of all this too. Mm-hmm. Like, like we all love Hana, let's share our love together, basically. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, and then they started the show, and things got real, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about the uh, the wrestling was almost I don't know like a backdrop almost to, to everything else. It's it's kind of like a um the the wrestling was the the montages in between the the uh, the well, before the wrestling, I guess, when... Uh... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm talking too much again. Oh, no, you're not. Go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> no, with uh, um, Jungle. Oh, Jungle! I remember when they played her theme song. Oh, my heart, my soul. Yeah. Like, she came back full force, and she doesn't really upload uh, pictures of herself on social media. So I, when I saw her new hair and everything, I, I gagged. I was so happy. Oh, she looked wonderful. Yeah. Um, it was really great. And, oh, and I get, I don't know if they aired it, but, like, right before Jungle came, um, the referee, he came in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. And he made some announcements for the audience. So this is the first time this has ever happened to me in Japan. But he specifically emphasized that we should keep our mask above our nose like he was very he was very like serious about it he said it like twice that's good i mean they don't want this to become a you know a covid outbreak spot kind of you know yeah yeah i agree like i was really happy like he was like they were serious about that they also talked to us to us about the standing ovation and how we would clap and stand up at certain moments Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah when (laughs) kiwana came oh my gosh it was it was such a good feeling. I felt like it was a merge of like old Hana and new Hana. <laughs> yeah. And she was so strong, and and I don't know how she wasn't. I mean, again, the the mental her her strength and is uh, something that I look up to because I I don't have that strength. I'd be bawling like a baby in in the ring from the from the start. Yeah. No, I understand. Like, like she held it together a lot. Um, I think. I saw her cry when she was ringing the the bell. Yes. And she also cried during the montage. Mm-hmm. So 
that was another interesting thing. So I sat in the middle of the western section. So um, Kagetsu, Kyoko, Hazuki, Konami, and um, Desuyama-san, like, they're all sitting in front of me. Yeah. And Kiona was sitting kind of diagonally from me, like, where the flowers were. Mm-hmm. So I could easily see their reaction. And so I was kind of paying attention to the montage, but I was mostly paying attention to how they were reacting. And so, oh, my gosh. Uh, like, in some moments, of course, like, they were giggling and smiling, but, like, at other moments, they were tearing up. And, uh, yeah, Kiona, I think she teared up the hardest during the montage. Yeah, I was on a Zoom with Chris Wolf and a few other people last night during part of the show, and she she broke down at the end as well. And Yeah. yeah. So that's when I cried finally was – it was at the end of the show, so I, I kept it together until then. But that ending montage was—it got me. Yeah, I think I, I think I mainly cried when uh, Kyoko she put out a picture of Hana and the My Melody plushie and the Hana Kimura like a not statue, but it was like a the mannequin it, with the outfit the on mannequin costume. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, this is a mother saying goodbye to her daughter. Shouldn't happen. Yeah, like I cried a lot. Ichika's mom cried a lot. Poor Ichika. Yeah, it was the whole like audience was crying when that happened. Yeah. So, how was it to the the? I don't know if dichotomy is the right word, but um, of the happiness during the matches and then the the video showing and and just the change the changes of emotion a little bit. Yeah, so I think in the beginning it was pretty light for the most part because you started off with Okinawa Pro Desu and mm-hmm. those guys are so hilarious. <laughs> and then you have like the Royal Rumble, which was also really hilarious. And then uh, I really loved Yayoi Daimon's uh, entrance with Benny. Yes. It was, I think, it, I, I think uh, yeah, it was really good. Um and it was pretty cool because I've been a Yayoi Daimon fan for a couple of years now, like since her debut. And it was so nice to see her like, it was like a merging of like Japanese pop culture and like a niche community like wrestling. I thought that was really, really cool to see. And I liked how she changed up the lyrics. So she's like talking about like a venue. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, think, I think that's where Hana was going to take. Joshi wrestling was was crossing over to the mainstream, and I, I honestly think she was going to be the the conduit to to that because just how amazing Hana was, and you know her her charisma and all that. She she was going to be the one that I think got Joshi mainstream again in in Japan. Yeah, honestly, I think that's what Hana was aiming to do, and honestly, I think she accomplished a lot of that because of Terrace House too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she was just on her way. Yeah. Yeah, because I even know, like, a couple of fans who only knew her from the show, like, they watched the stream, and that was the first time they've ever seen wrestling before, and now they're kind of getting into it. So, just a few more pictures of Ibushi, and <laughs> I'll convince my other housemates to follow suit. <laughs> so, the Battle Royal was really fun. I, I enjoyed that, and, and just the, the surprises that would come in, and... Uh, just the, the, some of the standouts, I, I really enjoyed it. The Miki Iwata and Miyuki Takase, and it was uh, and it was real cool to see Ram Kaicho uh, pull off the win. Yes, I loved Ram Kaicho. She was so good. 
Can you kind of explain what she said uh, when she after the, the match? She had a little speech. She said, "Do you remember?" Yeah, I I took notes actually. Okay. Um, yeah, let me see. Yeah, I I literally watched it before. Um. Oh, so um, it was pretty funny. So in the beginning, she's very casual because you know she's kayfabe and she's talking to the guys she defeated. But she's then Kaicho, she, yeah, she has to. Yeah. <laughs> But then she 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 um, emphasizes her kaicho side, where she uses kegel, like uh, for more formal Japanese. So in the and basically in the beginning, like she says, "Hey, you old fucks, was that too much for you?" <laughs> it was really funny. I laughed so hard. <laughs> and then um, she thanks everybody for coming to the show, and she says that she's happy that. She can enter a battle like this for Hana. And uh, she knew her long before she even debuted. So they hung out in Tokyo and Okinawa a lot. And even though they hadn't hung out recently, they made a lot of memories together. And um, since Hana was no longer in the ring, all of a sudden the ring felt cold to her. Mm. Like it wasn't as warm as it used to be. But today is a special day. So the ring feels very warm and bright for her. And uh, yeah, and then she thanks everybody for coming and all of the fans. That's good. Yeah, she was a she's been wrestling since she was a child too, and I'm sure she saw Hana around uh, the matches and stuff as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then the the big main event is only three matches, which I think was good, or four matches, but it was only scheduled to be three. But the the third match was uh, Asuka or Veni, Mia Momono, Natsupoi, and Shuri against Hazuki, Kagetsu, and uh, Death Yamasan and Konami. Loved, I loved, I loved, love, love, love that match. It was so awesome, and um, oh, I don't know. Um, so it was interesting because when I saw it in person, I didn't notice this, but when Yayoi Diamond was singing, uh, Shuri and Natsupoi were dancing, and you can see that like in the live stream. <laughs> in the right corner, you'll see it. Um, but yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, it was like yeah, like a a blend and like a mix between two different like eras. And this was, is your first time seeing Kagetsu and Hazuki wrestle? Yeah, it was my first time. Yo, Kagetsu and Hazuki were so cool. Oh, they're so good, too. Yeah, those were like when I started going to the stardom shows, those were two of the people that I had to like meet and get autographs from. Like, I stood in line for those two, you know, over, I'm sorry, Mayu, but over <laughs> Mayu Watani and some other people. It's like, and, and Tom was like, no, 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 it's Hazuki and Kagetsu. I need, I need those. I need those. Yeah, like, honestly, they are worth waiting for. Um, I loved how Kagetsu, like, multiple times she was, like, flying through the ring. <laughs> <laughs> she's the coolest. She's just so cool. She's you know? so awesome, and she's so nice. She, she, yeah, she's, she was great. Yeah, she was very nice to me when I met her as well. She speaks a little bit of English. She, she uh, was able to chat with me a little bit, so it was pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. Because yeah. my lame ass can't speak Japanese, so <laughs> I, I always I always appreciate it when people speak try to speak English to me. But I'm I'm lame. I need to learn some Japanese too. It's okay. I'll teach you some things. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No. Not no. No bad words. Nice things, please. So the 
again, the vibe the whole time was so positive and happy and nice and stuff. It was it was so cool to see because again, I was ready to cry every single second of every single thing, but the uh, the wrestlers just you know kept it kept it positive and and you know a, a celebration it was in, in the ring. Yeah, I felt like it was a celebration of Hana's life more than anything. Um... So after the eight man, the Oscar Vinny. Uh, spoke on the microphone can you kind of explain what she said between the the two matches yeah so let's see oh so between the two matches was super funny <laughs> so uh, Benny was trying to like egg um kagetsu on and um uh Benny was like oh kagetsu i know we're like hana's best friends but like i want to have a singles match with you <laughs> And then Kyoko was also kind of egging this on, too. Like, she was putting her hand against her ear. She's like, come on, everybody, like, cheer. <laughs> oh, and uh, when Kyoko interfered in the match, too, that was amazing. I loved it. That was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. She's like, I'm still a heel. <laughs> <laughs> always. She'll always be a heel. <laughs> Don't <you> forget. <laughs> All right. So Asuka was trying to challenge uh, Kagetsu to a match? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think she basically said, "Oh, like I we're best friends with Hana, but let's have a singles match together." And Kakatsu was like, "Seriously?" <laughs> <laughs> and um, I I forgot one point what at what point she said this, but Kakatsu, I remember she looks up to the sky and she says, "Hana, Genki, like Hana, are you good?" Oh, she's doing good. <laughs> um, and uh, Kakatsu, she kind of like mirrors the lyrics that Yayoi Daimon was singing. So in the song, like, uh, you know, she was singing around, like, about Hyodin Niodachi. She was saying, like, Namerun uh, Janezo, which means, like, don't screw around with me, don't mess around with me, don't underestimate me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically she said that, but about herself, like, don't mess with Kagetsu. <laughs> don't joke <laughs> around with me. Don't play with Kagetsu. I will... I will mess you up. (laughs) (laughs) But in like a playful way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then uh, Venny was talking about the family business (laughs) and how they should fulfill their duties. And then, um, yeah, they had that match together. It was so awesome. I think that was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. I love Venny. Again, I I was lucky enough to meet her and chat with her a little bit and had a couple of cocktails with her when I was in uh, Japan last year. And she's she's just the best, or he they are just the best. I'm not sure. I'm terrible at the pronouns. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are they are just the best. I, I would do anything for for Vinny. Yeah. So I, as far as I know, I think Vinny said they go by they them, but they also but also she her. Okay. So both are okay, but yeah, Vinny's non-binary too. Yeah, she's. Um, uh, yeah, no, and yeah, she's she's the best. Yeah, she's she really is. And I love the fact that uh, she won at the end and uh, was the, the last one standing at the end of the show. It seems fitting. Oh, yeah. Especially with the song lyrics and everything. I was like, dang, they really stand <laughs> in their heels. <laughs> Towering <laughs> over t- Kagetsu. It was the prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the 10 bell salute always gets me in, in any um Rest in peace, Owen Hart. We lost him, you know, today. Was it 27 years ago? Now it's a long, quite a while ago. But yeah, anytime they do the 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 10 bell salute, it gets me. It it always gets me. Me too. Yeah, like um, 
at that time I took my camera down and I was just sitting along with everybody else and yeah it was it was a really powerful moment and seeing jungle the one doing it as well was I don't know it was heart- heartbreaking for me it really was like I I cried when she did that uh, because I know, like, especially after I read the BPO report and put two and two together, I was like, oh, so she was taking care of Hana during that time, too. Mm-hmm. So it, it, she must have been in so much pain. Yeah, she's a yeah, very, very strong young lady that uh, Jungle is. Yep. So the, the closing vignette, I, I think it got to everybody. Um Kind of, what was the feeling like inside inside the room there for the for the closing vignette? Not a dry eye in the house. Good. Everyone was tearing up. I used up my tissues. <laughs> I used up my whole packet of tissues. Luckily, I bought it from Family Mart, and there's like a four pack. <laughs> so I was on my second pack of tissues, and I'm trying to take pictures, and I'm trying to pay attention to like how I guess the wrestlers are reacting. Um, so on my side, I was actually really impressed with um, uh, Kaori Yonayama, a.k.a. Death Yama-san. Oh, staying in character the whole time. Yeah, so, you know the death pose? She was in that pose the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> she was literally sitting, like, when she was sitting there, she was there the entire time. And when she was in the ring, like, I guess, hanging uh, along the ropes, like, she mm-hmm. was in that pose, like, the entire time. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun to see, like, uh, uh, Konami and, um, uh, uh, Desiyama, they were sitting next to each other, and they were kind of laughing and smiling with each other, and Konami did the salute a few times. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, girl, I know your TCS by heart. <laughs> Deep down. <laughs> like, she... <laughs> no, and... it, it, it's fun, I mean, I'm, again, I'm going to talk too much, but... It's uh, cathartic for me, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just the. I mean, we we love Hana, but these people spent days and times with Hana, and it's the feeling of of hurting for them, you know, and and feeling for them, and for feeling for Kyoko, and just hurting for them, you know, w- with my little bit of hurt because you know, for we we love Hana, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It it got me at the end. For sure, yeah. It really got to me, too. Um, especially seeing those clips of Hana when she was just a kid. Ugh. And when she was a teenager in Alaniko, I was like, oh, my heart. Like, this kid. The one video where she's like, Kyoko's, like, rubbing Hana's face and Kyoko's got blood all over her fingers because Hana's, uh, Hana's worried about her mom being hurt or whatever. It's like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> my heart. Oh, yes. So the the show, uh, the ending of the show, um, was I mean it was just a terrific terrific show. And um, w- what was the the vibe like there at the end, as as far as the fans and and all that? Hmm. Let's see. So was it quiet? Was it was it normal? Was it just you know people, you know, happy that they were involved with that, or was it kind of just a, a kind of a somber ending to the show? Honestly, I thought it was a mix of emotions, but I think in the end, it felt very positive Um, in the sense that, like, we shouldn't take life for granted Mm -hmm. in the sense, like, 
oh, like, you're still here on this earth. Make the most of it when you leave. Matane. That kind of thing. So, uh, especially, like, when I saw the wrestlers, like, Kenny Omega and uh, the others saying Matane. Mm -hmm. And their video montage. Like, that was, I think, the final thing that came up before the show ended. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really helped everyone reflect on life. And I think overall it's it was very positive you know it was sad but like also positive yeah yeah and matane will be a part of i think a lot of people's vocabulary moving forward which is which is wonderful yeah i think it's wonderful too because normally it's not really tied to death like that like you don't normally say that but when i thought of it i was like oh this is a good way to acknowledge what happened it's a good way to you know live with the fact that you know that life is not forever yeah not and and i tweeted it out but i'll say it here as well like this is this is just the start i think we, we can't let the one year um from this happening to be you know oh, okay we, we made it to a year we're all good we're all you know everything's fine now we I, we can't let that happen you know i, I said that uh her her motto is a, is a way of life you know and we we've got a um we got to live it for her. We got to live. We get, that's how, that's the best way for, for us to, um, everybody's different. Everybody's special is, is, a uh, is how we should live. You know, it, it's how we should, our mentality should be that we, you know, we, we, we can't just, you know, have a show for her and then, you know, move on anymore. It's, it's, it's not over, you know, this is just the start in, in the memory of Hannah is, is forever. And we, we have to keep, uh, keep being the people that make the change. Oh, yeah, for sure, definitely. Do you think there's been any sort of change in, in Japan since this happened? Or is it kind of, I hate to say this, but just business as usual as far as the hate and, and such online? And, and uh, it, it hasn't changed in America one bit, so. I, yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, like, I think it's a mix of both. I mean, of course, online hate still happens, but I think people are more conscious of what how how it can affect other people um and i think legislation wise i think there's huge potential to even have a law named after hana in terms mm. of online slander which i think would be a huge deal in japan um because it's such a prevalent issue um i remember uh, a while ago i read this article that came out recently that you know well Originally, uh, when Kyoko sued someone for slander, like the only return was around, I think, eighty U.S. dollars. Mm -hmm. But um, this time around, it was actually twelve thousand dollars. So, I think it like uh, the fact that she's able to, um, you know, get more compensation for what happened. Uh, I think there's potential for, I think, the Japanese government and just the other communities in general could do better. Yeah, and I, I social media is such a weird, weird thing, and it's in it, it's hard to be completely upset with governments and stuff how they're handling it because it's all new and it's all you know it's a, a slippery slope between you know freedom of speech and this and that and stuff and being hateful and you know and, and words hurting people. I mean, it, it's good that people are finally understanding that. You know, if you say hateful things, that's almost uh, worse than than hitting me in the face with a, your fist. You know, um, it, it's. Uh, but again, it, it, it's a work in progress. I know Kyoko's not going to give up. 
And uh, we we don't need to give up either. We need to continue to do that. Is as far as uh, being the being the change we want to see, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, cutting your your takeaway. Any any other fond memories? Oh, you you got to to do a photo shoot after the uh, after the show, right? Oh yeah. So um, when I exited the show, um. Jito, um, the guy I originally started talking to in the line, he introduced me to Fumi Saito. Oh, yes. Yeah, and yo, he is, like, super cool. He's so progressive. Yes. He lived <laughs> we, in the States for a while. Yeah, he's, we he's very Japanese. westernized. We talked about Japanese society for, like, ten minutes. I was like, dang, <laughs> I need to get a drink with you when this is all over. <laughs> yeah, I got That's to hang out with him uh, when I was over there, and he—he's the one that helped me get the interview with Bull Nakano as well. So he was totally—if it wasn't for him, I would not have had that interview. So I've I got all the the love and praise for Fumi. Yeah, like he was telling me about how he knew uh, Hana and Kyoko for a very long time, and how he's personally helping with the nonprofit too, which Good. I think is really, really amazing. So. I think because of people like him, I I'm pretty sure the nonprofit can even branch out and do like you know more international work too, which is great. Um, yeah, I would love to help out with something like that. Maybe I'll reach yeah. out to him and see how I can help. Yeah, talk to Sumi to see how we can help. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it would be great. Um, yeah, and then um, well, there was like I think a 30 minute gap between when the show ended and glam- going to Glamorous Orange for the photo shoot because um i mean the the actually is very close to korako and it's like a five minute walk <laughs> so i just which, which direction is it is it over that little bridge or so um the west it's near the west exit of suidobashi station so there's oh you know the new Jap- the new new japan like shop the one that's upstairs um i think it's one floor okay yeah. Oh, so there was an old New Japan shop, uh, and there's a new New Japan shop. They moved it. Okay. Um, so it's literally a one-minute walk from the west exit of Suidobashi Station. It's okay. near a Family Mart. It's near Go-Go Gorilla. Family Curry. Marts are everywhere. Everything's near a yeah. Family Mart. <laughs> there's a Go-Go Gorilla, <laughs> Gorilla Curry place, which is really good. Um, so when you walk in, okay, I'm going to visualize for myself. When you walk out the front of Kurikan, which way do you go? Oh, towards yeah. towards TGI Fridays or away from TGI Fridays? Away, away from TGI Fridays. Okay. Yeah. And then you go up those little steps over there towards the yes the bookstore that used to be there and and the Denny's and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, you walk past that. Yeah, you walk past that, and there's like I think it's a bridge or something, and then you're by the station. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of turn around and you'll see like one Family Mart, and you kind of walk past the Family Mart. And there's by, tra- by the tracks right there, right? Yes. And um, there's a bunch of like izakaya or like Japanese pubs. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Glamorous Orange itself, it's a, it's also an izakaya, um, but it's on a basement floor. So there's like this staircase that goes down. That's mm-hmm. where Glamorous Orange is. Um, but it's pretty easy to see at the time because there was a lot of staff members and they were all wearing the Hanakimura shirts. So you could see from far away. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm visualizing that guy. I've, I've made that walk over there before to to go hang out at some uh, local drinkeries. The drinkeries, oh yes. <laughs> the finest establishments, yes, yes. I belong in those places, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, so after I talked to Saito, uh, uh, Fumi Saito, like, um, 
he had to stay at the venue, but um, I walked with my new friends over to the Glamorous Orange, <laughs> and um, there was kind of a line forming uh, for the Kagetsu photos. So originally, all of us thought that we could take a photo with Kagetsu, because yeah. I remember specifically, like, they were announcing that it would be a two shot. So in Japanese, two shot though means mm-hmm. like you're taking a photo next to somebody. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure what happened. Uh, I think it was for COVID reasons. Like they decided that we can only take a picture of Kagetsu, and which was fine. Like I makes makes sense in a way. Yeah, I agree. I don't want Kagetsu to get sick. Um, and uh, also uh, Hazuki, uh, they said if you pay an extra yen or one thousand yen or like. If you want to, you could take a picture of Hazuki too, mm-hmm. which I thought was a sweet deal, because um, I just became a fan of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kyoko, uh, she came out of this black van, and the person driving to the van, I think, was the referee. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I'm here. We're ready. We're ready to do this." <laughs> <laughs> and I saw Ka- uh, Kagetsu and Hazuki walking together to the vent to a uh, glamorous orange and uh poor kagetsu was like limping well, i'm sure he, she 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 took a whooping <laughs> he really did like <laughs> yep stomp on those heels <laughs> and kagetsu's like i'm here i'm here <laughs> hey guys what's up <laughs> and there's no elevator by the way so they literally have to go down like like a mini flight of stairs just to get here <laughs> She's all beat up, hasn't wrestled in a year, just yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, and like um, we waited in line first. Uh, I was standing. I mean, so there was one line for the merch, and then there was another line for the photos. Um, and Kyoko, like, she immediately went downstairs, and Kyoko was in charge of uh collecting the tickets for the photos, which I thought was really smart to do in the end because. Like, uh, they don't have to handle cash. You're just giving a ticket you got before. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyoko was also wearing gloves the entire time, too. Yeah, I saw that on the, the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. And so I was originally waiting in line for the merch because I just wanted to grab the merch first. Um, but then Kyoko-san, like, called my name. She's like, Fada! <laughs> <laughs> I, you want to take a photo? Like, there's no line now. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's somebody I haven't met that I, I want to meet and give her a big old hug. Me too. Like, she's such a mom. I love her so much. Just respect. I mean, you have extra respect for single moms and just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, she's, she's the coolest. She really is. She's the best, honestly. Uh, yeah, so um, she, uh, I was going to give her my ticket and she was like, oh, like, do you want a photo of just Kagetsu or also of Hazuki? And I was like, oh, sure, I'll take Hazuki, too. Um, <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's an extra thousand yen. Is that okay? I'm like, take it. Take it all. <laughs> take my yen. <laughs> <laughs> and so I came up to them. And then Kagetsu's like, thank you for coming. Well, in, in Japanese. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank you. You're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting because if I didn't see Kagetsu limping before, I wouldn't have thought that she experienced any pain. Like, she was just standing upright with her costume and everything. As if, it, yeah, she was fine. And um, Hazuki, too, is also really sweet. She was a little quieter, but... Um, yeah, I was like, I want a photo of both of you guys! <laughs> <laughs> and Hazuki was in great shape, and they both performed so well in the ring. It was just amazing. 
It was wonderful. They work really well together. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy I got to see Hazuki too. Was it announced that Hazuki would be there? I didn't hear it until Cheeseburger and Ian Riccoboni talked about it on the show. We, I think people assumed that she would show up and be kind of a surprise, but they, they kind of let it out yeah, at the start of the show. Oh, okay. I think it was supposed to be a surprise because when Hazuki came out, everyone was floored. Yeah. They were super surprised. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was good. And, and, but I think people kind of had a, an inkling that she would be there. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Sure, they come in pairs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so yeah, I I only talked to Kazugetsu for maybe like, five, like ten seconds or something because yeah. uh, there was a line behind me, so I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm rooting for you with everything, and also Hazuki, you did a good job. Um, and then I went back to buy my merch. I got the TCS Forever shirt. Oh, nice. Yes, I I think I'll wear it today actually. That'd be fun. Good. Uh, I bought a memorial book for my friend Dale because he lives in uh, Osaka, but he wasn't able to come to the show because of the SOE. Uh-huh. So I got the book for him. And I got the little acrylic stand. The Hana acrylic stand is so cute. I'm going to buy one of those. On, was it Bunga Bunga? Is that how you say it? Bunga Bunga, yes. Um, bunga Bunga. So I believe, I'm not sure if it's already on the website. If not, it'll be there by May 31st. Yeah, everybody should go on there. I'll, I'll uh, send out a link to the uh, the website because, yeah. I've I've ordered from there and I've used uh, Blackship um, to to send stuff over to the U.S. So it's it can be done, guys. It costs a little bit extra, but it can be done. So worth it. So worth it. Like, yeah, yeah it's it's really and the memorial book. It's it feels like a magazine. Like I mean, the paper quality is really good, but like it's it's not too big, so it's not going to be expensive to ship out at all. I don't think. That's good. Yeah, I'll be. I've got. Uh, on a merch everywhere. I got her little stuffed doll that I bought from her in 2018. I think she had it made in Mexico when she was there. Yeah. And uh, that's one of like my prized possessions I have of, of Hana is a little stuffed uh, Hana doll. <laughs> you, did you see the doll my friend made? Oh, that was the prettiest little thing, yes. Yeah, she also made a, made a Maki Ito doll and she actually sent it to Maki Ito and Maki loved it. <laughs> uh, I, of course, it's, it's amazing. Is she in, she in Japan or where is she at? Yeah, so um, she runs this uh, online shop called Namake Mono Cafe, um, and she she's a professor, and she lives, I think, in uh, Nagasaki, in mm-hmm. Japan. Yeah, she's really awesome. I think you'd love her. Does she have yeah. a, a, a Twitter handle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Rara Sensei. All right, uh, we'll put that in the show notes as well. I'll link to that as yeah. well. Yeah, show her, show her some love. Show, show anybody involved in this whole ordeal or ordeal, this whole um, event. Uh, show everybody some love, you know, for for the time and effort and love they they put into it. Yeah, I think I think she might be taking commission, so I'll ask her because like her dolls are amazing. I may have to purchase one from her. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, and then uh, go to the izakaya, go you know support. Next time we're all in Tokyo, we need to all go there and have a, a beer together or whatever. And uh, um, yeah, to- toast to Hana. Yes, a big toast to Hana for sure. All right, so far, so give us kind of your final takeaway from from the whole event. Um, this event was just a big reminder of how much I guess influence and impact Hana had, not just on me also the world and um i'm really grateful because it made me feel less alone about you know dealing with her passing because uh, of course i've met people online who are really passionate about hana but like 
you know, as a grad student and, you know, as someone who just goes about their everyday life, like usually the people I meet, they don't really know much about Hana. Mm -hmm. So it was really nice to be in solidarity with people who knew a lot about her and had this same appreciation of her as I did. So it, it made me feel like um, a, like a part of something bigger, I would say. Yeah, and I, and I love wearing my Hana t-shirt. I love showing off my Hana tattoo because I want them to ask me who she is. Who is that? Yes! I want them to ask me because I want I want to tell them all about her and how special she was. Me too. Like that's why I dyed my hair pink like the day before. Well, it looks, looks lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's kind of more of a lavender uh, because my hair was blue for Ibushi for a long time, and my hair apparently <laughs> loves Ibushi so much that the blue wouldn't come out. <laughs> So my stylist, like, um, he made it, like, this pretty, like, lavender color, but it still looks like Hana's hair, like, in, in the latest part. Um, yeah. yeah, so, like, when people ask me why I dyed my hair this color, I, I bring up Hana. Yeah. I'm, my, my goal is for the world to know. My, you know, part of, part of my life goal, honestly, is just to let the world know how special she was and, and how we, we can't let things like this happen anymore to, to anybody. You know, let her, let her be the uh, representation of of the change that needs to be made. Same. Like, I totally agree with that. Uh, I really hope I can help out with um, Hana's movement in terms of the nonprofit and also just, you know, general day-to-day -day life stuff. I think one thing I've learned from Hana is that, you know, if you have something positive that you think about someone or, like, you should say those positive comments. Yes. Um, and if you see someone, you know, facing disrespect or slander or if you yourself uh, are experiencing that you should definitely like you know stand up for the good guy yep you know yep. step in uh, and i'm a i'm a definite believer in standing up for the people that can't stand up for themselves you know yeah. some people are in certain situations where they can't yeah i agree people give me crap sometimes but i do that and and uh <laughs> throw my weight around sometimes when i have to in certain situations but you know you got to do it you got to you got to make change somehow and we're you're going to make change Farah. i'm going to make change we're all going to make change and let's love let's just love each other and and uh weed out the bad ones and and, and embrace the good ones yeah like fight for what's right totally to par agree to party is that your beastie boys or what huh fight for your right to party is that what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Hannah would, would agree with that 100%. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right, Farah, where can we find you on social media? Um, you can find me at Farah Hakase, F-A-R-R-A-H-A-K-A-S-E on Twitter and Instagram. Yep, give her a follow. She's a definite must-follow. She uh, does the Lord's work by uh, translating for us lamos that don't speak Japanese. Um, and uh, <laughs> she's she's very helpful and uh, she's a good follow. And, and I, I'm happy to call you a friend. Yes, you're 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 a great friend of mine, too. Uh, and, I can't wait to meet you one day in Tokyo. <laughs> yes. Or in San Diego. You can come to San Diego sometime, too. Once things open up, I can show you around San Diego. Yes, I would love that San Diego. And to take it to Tijuana, too. We can watch some lucha down in Tijuana. That'd be so cool. Oh my gosh. Yes. All the tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Don't drink the water down there. It's still not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And, um, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I will translate uh, the entries that are in the memorial book. They're all in Japanese. Um, hopefully around this week, I'll post them one at a time, but the first one will be uh, Fumi Saito's uh, entry. That's the very first page. 
Yeah, I'm hoping he gets uh, Fumi on here again pretty soon. He's he's the best. He really is the best. He's just the nicest guy, and I'm learning some of his deep dark secrets too about uh, skin art that he has after he saw my tattoo. Wait, he has some too. Shh, shh it's a secret. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Farrah, thank you so much for your time, and I'm glad you got to go to the show, and, and glad you shared uh, your experiences with us, and uh, as always, love you, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, love you. Yo, I